Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome into Best on the Board, presented by BetMGM. Today is Tuesday, May 17th, and on this episode of Best on the Board, we take a look ahead to Wednesday's Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals between the Warriors and the Mavericks. Michael Beller and James Edwards here with you on this episode to walk through that Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. James, we can uh, rewind and go back and play some of the uh, episodes uh, from uh, earlier in the playoffs. We Do both we thought have the, to? We, yeah, right? We both thought the Warriors <laughs> were going to be here. I don't think either of us thought the Mavs were going to take down the Suns, but, no. I mean, what a ridiculous Game 7 that was. What a ridiculous performance by that Mavs defense and by Luka especially. Yeah, and I don't want to pat ourselves on the back for this uh, because it's it's pretty common knowledge, <laughs> but as much as we were saying the Suns were probably going to sweep them or they might get the Mavs might get a game because uh-huh. Luka's Luka, we did say Luka's Luka. <laughs> And that's yeah. what happened. He just just transformed into this mega monster. And I don't know. It's funny. I, I had a friend joke with me that he said that uh, Alvarado from the Pelicans, mm-hmm. just like he ruined the Suns. Chris <laughs> Paul looked worn out. They, they did look worn out as the series they went did. on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, credit to that Mavericks team. Defensively, they were just so good in Game 7. Luka was phenomenal. Jalen Brunson started to find really find his rhythm as the series went on. Um, that Mavs team is no joke, and I, I want to apologize to them when they were down 2-0 and we were saying, yeah, this is probably going to be a gentleman's sweep. Yeah, I mean, I, I really felt that with what we saw from Phoenix in those first two games that they were going to comfortably take care of business and then just, I mean, game seven, just, I mean, one of the most unexpected results in recent NBA history uh, that I can yeah. remember. Uh, and, you know, the Mavs win that game, sure, okay. You know, they pushed it to seven games already to begin with. They had the best player on the floor. They win that game, sure, but to – thoroughly dominate that game to basically have it totally wrapped up halfway through the second quarter just I mean just wildly unexpected and so the Mavericks absolutely need to be taken very seriously in this Western Conference Finals even though the Warriors are understandably the favorites to not only win this series but to be crowned NBA champions yeah when I when I look at this Mavericks team it looks like a team that (sighs) They've shown moments of this throughout the whole regular season where they were starting to put together better defensive performance. They had one of the best five players, in my opinion, in the NBA. And now they have that kind of swagger and confidence to go with it. Um, they're not playing a Utah Jazz team that that was frail and kind of on the rocks. Uh, they beat a Suns team that had them up against the ropes as bad as it can get, 2-0, the best team in the NBA. And they fought back and, and really put it to them in Game 7. I think that was maybe the missing part to this Mavs team. We always kind of talked about they're young, they're a little bit away. Well, now they got that confidence that really kind of transforms other teams by beating the Suns and in the fashion they did it. Um, I think the Warriors, I'm gonna, I think they end up winning the Western Conference Championship. Uh, I think experience is going to prevail. Mm-hmm. Um, I specifically think the Warriors win Game 1. I think kind of that championship 
mentality shows itself. I, I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I'm not going to say that, but I do think the Warriors win, and I think they win game one just because of the experience. All right, well, let's get into game one. If you're looking for uh, Eastern Conference Finals coverage, we uh, discussed both the series as a whole and game one for that series on an episode that we recorded yesterday. So if you want to hear about our take on Heat and uh, Celtics, just go back an episode or two in the feed, find our most recent NBA episode before this one, and you'll have all the Eastern Conference Finals talk that you can handle. But on this episode, we uh, focus on the Western Conference and focus on game one. So let's get into it. The Warriors are four and a half point favorites in this game one matchup. 214 and a half, the total on this game. For reference, in the Eastern Conference, 203 and a half is the total. And we talked about you know these being four very good defensive teams that are still playing basketball. It could be a defensively focused uh, Western and Eastern Conference Finals. So let's just start there, James. When you look at these two teams going up against one another, a season series that the Mavericks won 3-1, to one, but you know we don't know exactly how much, if anything, that means in the regular season. Where do you see there being matchup advantages for Dallas? Where do you see there being matchup advantages for Golden State? I think defensively, Golden State has a better chance of of slowing down Luka. Um, and that's crazy to say because when you look at that Phoenix team, you you, you see Chris Paul, you see Mikel Bridges, you see uh, Jay Crowder, like DeAndre Ayton's waiting for him at the rim. Like they have the guys to do it. But I think this Warriors team is a little more poised. I think you can throw an Andrew Wiggins at him. You can throw a Clay Thompson at him. You can throw an Otto Porter on him. And then you have Draymond roaming. And if, if, if the other guys can't do it, Draymond can switch onto him and take that. So I think defensively, the Warriors are about as good a shape as you can be in for a guy who's just the best player in this series, which is Luka, Luka Doncic is. Uh, but I think offensively, I'm very curious to see how Dallas defends um, the Suns. I don't, or um, how Dallas defends the Warriors. I don't think they're going to be able to force. I don't think they're going to be able to to hedge uh, Curry like they like they hedge Booker and force mm-hmm. him to get rid of the ball. I think Curry's. I think that's going to be their, what they're going to try to do: force him to get a little a little flimsy with the ball, force try to force turnovers. But I think Curry's just too experienced. Um, and it's really going to come down to to me, and it always does in these series. We always talk about the stars. It's going to come down to the other guys hitting shots. Wiggins is going to get open looks. Is he going to hit them? Otto Porter is going to get open looks. Is he going to hit them? Um, which Clay is going to show up nightly? I think Clay's had some big performances. He's had some terrible ones. So I think just the gravity of Steph, uh, it might be a little too much for this Mavericks team. Uh, I don't think the uh, the Warriors were are as exhausted as necessarily the Suns were last series. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know. I think it's it's an interesting matchup. It's very. I think it's very similar to the one we just watched. I just like Golden State's pieces a little bit more for what going against Luca. I, I come into the series like a little like it, it feels strange to to say this, and it feels strange to to feel this way with how much we know about the core of this Golden State team. But I feel like a little unsure of what they are right now, coming off of that Memphis series, a series where. Uh, John Morant misses the last three games of the series, and yeah. you know, the, the Grizzlies outscored the, yeah. the, the, the Warriors in those three games. Now, you win one game by 39 points. We're talking about a three-game sample. You're probably going to outscore a team in that three games if you win one <laughs> game by the way that Memphis did. And so, you know, obviously the Warriors still won two of the three games and, and close things out, but I, like it, it just... I would have, I would have liked if I'm if I'm backing Golden State. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of a, I don't want to say confident finish from them, but a little bit more of like an assertive finish right. to that series from them against Memphis. Given that 
Memphis was without its best player for those last three games. Yeah, I don't really think we've seen vintage Golden State yet. And I guess that's Mm -hmm. maybe the question is, are we ever going to see vintage Golden State? There's part of me that thinks mentally they're in they're in that mode of vintage golden state but until they get to where they are right now that we might not see it and then there's part of me it's like that team's dead and gone um and it's gonna be they're gonna have to really like buckle up boots tied tight and 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 do this but i think it's interesting I, i agree with you that i don't know if we've seen what the warriors really are yet but there's still part of me that wants to give them the benefit of the doubt that there is a, a switch that they can flip on when we get to this type of when we get to this point in the season against a team in Dallas that hasn't done it that hasn't been there. I just think experience prevails, uh, or maybe this is a changing of the guard in, in both conferences. It certainly could be. I mean, it's it's just it, it's. I would feel a little bit better about the changing of the guard happening. It's, it feels strange to say this too, but I would feel a little bit better about a changing of the guard happening if it were Phoenix, just because it yeah. just when you, when you look at the teams on paper, it, it feels as though Phoenix would have you know, more options uh, yep. to to go to to get them the points to get them the scoring that they're going to need going up against that Golden State defense um, than than Dallas does, and Dallas absolutely earned their way to this point. But I mean, right? I mean, yeah, Draymond Green's thirty two years old, Steph Curry's thirty four years old, uh, that's Clay Thompson, I mean, we just, you know, 32 years old and just not the same dude after all the injuries he's had. I don't think anyone would be at 32 years old and having gone through the injuries that Clay's gone through. No one would be the same guy. It's not a knock on him. It's just the reality. And so, like, it, like this is the time. Like, it, like, this is the time when a changing of the guard would happen. And then you look at what Dallas has on the other side best player in the series and we talked about that in the phoenix series and maybe that shines through once again i'm for game one i'm leaning toward t- taking the points on the mavericks and just taking the four and a half and you know not necessarily saying that they're going to win the game but thinking that they can keep things close and sort of put that down as a marker of where this series is headed no I, i'm not mad at that pick i i <laughs> I, I don't think it's I, I can't count against dallas anymore like whether it's the points or the game like mm-hmm. what they did was very impressive uh i think the warriors win I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Warriors and the points. Wait, does that make sense? Yeah, wait, minus four, you're gonna lay the four and a yes, half on the. I'm Warriors. gonna lay the four and a half. I yeah. think the Warriors win by close to ten. I, okay. I do think the experience shows in game one. I think, I know that they just went through a gauntlet with Phoenix, but I think Phoenix has some flaws that, mm-hmm. as we get later in the playoffs, we learn about, and we 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 all love watching Chris Paul, and we all rave about him until we remember the end of the playoffs and how he usually looks DeAndre Aiden there's something going on there that was a team that secretly had felt like it had some stuff going on as as we learn more um this Warriors team I just think they got one more shot in them I think they got one more last punch and I think they I think they get there and I think they set the tone in the first in the first game yeah, so I think they do too. I mean, I think they win this series. I, I really do. And yeah, they're, I mean, they're big favorites. I was, I'm a little, I'm, I wasn't surprised to see them be as big favorites as they are to win the series just outright. I'm not, wasn't surprised to see that. What I am surprised to see is that it has gone even more in their favor on the yeah. series price since these were first posted. You just, you don't typically see a ton of, pre-series starting movement on a series price it's just especially when we're this deep into the playoffs and we have a pretty good feel on where these teams are standing as they go into it but we have seen it just uh, as of yesterday when we were talking on this show the Warriors were minus 200 
to win the series against Dallas. Now they're minus 225. So they're even bigger favorites. I'm a little surprised to see that. And I do think that ultimately when it comes down to it, that everything that they have, everything that they can you know, throw at Dallas is going to be a bit too much. I do think we're getting a great series in this yeah. one. I, I, you know, I think we're going to, I think we talked about this a little bit on yesterday's episode. You weren't here. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw, uh, you know, get it, use a new, have a new audience to talk about it with. I think we're getting at least one, if not two game sevens in these two uh, conference finals. I hope so. I hope you're right. <laughs> I think this is going to be a fascinating final four. Um, yeah. And I think aside from even if the, the, you say the games go seven games, I, I tend to agree with you. I think we're going to get some like brilliance, individual performances mm-hmm. from the people we want to see them from. Like, I think, I think Tatum and Brown each have one. Yep. I think we're, we, we're still missing like the Steph game. Yeah. I think, I think we, I think we're due one. We're due one as fans. We need a, we need a good postseason Steph game. It's been a little bit. And you see, that's why I, that I talked about this more with respect to the Eastern Conference Finals yesterday. But what you say about Steph there is why I, I ultimately come down to liking Golden State to win the series, even though I'm going to take the four and a half on the Mavs in game one. These teams are going to play defense. We know that about all yeah. four of these teams. We know that about these two Western Conference teams. Like the defense is going to be there. I think ultimately, who ends up winning the series is the team that can have more of those individual offensive moments. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I size that as great as Luca is, as awesome as he is, as the you know, future of the NBA as Luca is, I still just see more paths to Golden State with you know the expectations of at least one Steph game, with Clay still being able to do what he can do, with the emergence of Jordan Poole. I still see more opportunities for individual offensive moments on Golden State's side of this than on Dallas's side, and that's why I still come back to them winning this in six or seven. Thank you. Just hit the nail on the head. I'm with you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, so we haven't talked a ton about player props on this episode. And there's one that just jumped out at me as I was just scrolling through them all. Luka Doncic, points, plus rebounds, plus assists. The PRA, it's a, it's a number we always love looking at, especially for a guy like Luka. 51 and a half in game one. I mean, Luka's Luka, but like 51 and a half, that's a, that's a huge number. I mean, we're talking yeah. basically, I mean, you're either going to triple double or you're going to score 40 points. <laughs> it's going to be like one or the other. And so like, I'm tempted to back it just because of what we saw him do uh, to close out the Suns, but that is a that is a gigantic number. That is gigantic. <laughs> I'm would I take that? <laughs> I think I would. There's part of me that thinks Luca's gonna run out of gas, uh, but like I don't know. He looked. He's sitting there laughing at Phoenix Suns fans for <laughs> the last three games, so he might be all right. I would. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna tell people to take that. Thirty-five, eight, and eight comes up yeah. half. Comes up half short. You're you're under by a half with thirty-five, eight, and eight. Uh. So if you're just like using that as a baseline for your yeah. thinking, right? That's, I mean, yeah, that's I don't take it. Don't, <laughs> right? yeah, I don't take so it. It's like it's it. like a triple double or a forty-point game. Yeah. And of course, there are pathways to doing you know thirty-five, nine, and eight is not a triple double, and you're over by half. Right. But it's just. But I mean, that's that's, that's a lot. That's, we can use that as like a cipher through which we break down this series because I mean yeah. that's what we that's what we talk about with this Dallas team. Like, can can Luca do it again where he is Superman and he gets a, you know enough from from the other guys uh, to pull off what would again be a pretty big upset? I think 
maybe even, I can't remember off the top of my head what the series odds were for Phoenix and Dallas at the start of that series. But if it wasn't Phoenix minus 225, it was awfully close. So in the eyes of the odds makers, an equally as big of an upset that Dallas will be pulling off in the Western Conference Finals is what they just finished off in the semis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's as big mm-hmm. uh, with with respect to what the Suns did um, in the regular season. Sure. Um, but man... If Dallas does this, would this be the most surprising? Who would that be the most surprising finalist since? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, I, like I, I don't want to disrespect Toronto. Yeah, I think that would, I think that would be more surprising than when Toronto won. Yeah. Uh, I think it would, it would have to be. I'm gonna have to think about that one. Yeah, I just wanna I'm wanna like yeah, certainly not. Like obviously Atlanta getting to the Eastern Conference Finals yeah. was equally the similar surprise, but I'm talking yeah. about getting to the finals. Right, right. Yeah, not not Milwaukee or Phoenix. And like 2020 with Miami going to the finals was yeah. I mean they were they were a very good team in 2020. Yeah. We all know like that was a different season. Yep. Yeah, I mean then yeah then obviously we get into the the LeBron Golden State run. Yep. So none of those were. I mean that was we were. We were <laughs> those waiting were, those for were, those. Yeah, right. Those were we knew who the finals were going to be in October. <laughs> yeah, with, with those ones, we passed. Yeah. We press simulate on our <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then uh, the Miami and San Antonio before that. Yeah, I mean, do we have to go like OKC in 2012? Yeah, I, similar I, young I, team that kind of yeah, erupted. Right. But like, it's weird because we know who was on that. Like in in retrospect, we know who was on that OKC team. Yeah, and we and like, I mean, we all expected. It, to happen at some KD point. and Russ and Harden to be individually great players, right, even right. as early in their careers they were. Yeah, I, yeah let's I go. Even, let's go with OKC. I agree. Yeah, and even that might be. I mean, maybe we have to go back to uh, like da- Dallas, Miami, round one or Dallas, Miami, round yeah, two. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Uh, Shout out to. I hope the, the Mavs make it interesting. The point here is that it's been a long, long time since yes. we've seen since we've seen a team that would be this surprising. If Dallas is able to knock off Golden State and pull off what would be another big, big upset and, and get themselves to the finals. Hopefully, it's going to be a super fun series. One thing I can guarantee you, fun, not fun, somewhere in between, we're going to have it covered for you on Best on the Board. That is going to do it for this episode, however, covering Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. For James Edwards, I'm Michael Beller. Thanks for listening. Good luck. Happy betting. We'll talk to you soon. 